We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Meringatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws of monkey sounds in there called good. The old Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. Hey, there he is. We're back together again. How are you? Happy New Year. There he is. There you are. I'm here. Yeah, I am back. You are. Back from the dredges of, of Scottsdale, Arizona. I'll tell you, it's uh, it was a little terrible. It was a, it was a little cold there, you terrible. know. Yeah, it was terrible. The sun, you know. <laughs> first day I got down there was like seventy. Staggering amounts of money being poured everywhere. It, boy, Scottsdale, Arizona, sneaky. Yeah, it's not sneaky. It's in your face. Yeah. No, it's in your face. Well, I mean, like, you don't think about Scottsdale being one of those cities, but it oh, is. Boy, that place has got, uh, they got a lot of rich people around there. They roll on down there. They they really do. That, that's where the rich snowbirds go. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where just like, also just like rich people live. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to, to see how many, just like. Rich people yeah. everywhere, a- a- like everywhere you look, you're like, oh my gosh, you're worth a lot of money. You know how I can cost know? of living there because I can see how much money you've put into your face. That's right, that's right, <laughs> and possibly your chest or rear end. That's right, that's also true. That's not limited to just ladies, folks. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a, just a blanket statement yeah. across all genders. Look, calf implants are real. They are. Mm. They are. I don't know. And leg like, lengthening. How do you? Leg lengthening is way too far. That's insane. Dude. Yeah. Year-long process. Like you really got to not like your height to Wait, go. Hey, that's a real thing. You oh, God, actually yes. do that. Yeah. Brother, well, you, the, the, the guys are getting like four inches out of it. Go ahead and grab that as a drop. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But, yep. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you can get like four inches out of it, as insane as that is. Well, in the way that they do it, right, like you get like a, a spacer, like they Literally, they break, like your, break legs. your legs, yeah. and then they put a spacer, and you have to like go in and get it wrenched yeah, you, around, it's like, like a braces, quarter turn, yeah, every week or whatever. And what ends up happening is that the doesn't bone, seem healthy. The bone ends up filling it in, and your skin slowly stretches, and your muscle slowly stretches. And here's my yeah. question, though: Are you more susceptible to injury after that? I mean, it seems like a it's like a reverse microfracture procedure. Okay, 
So probably you probably are probably more are. prone to get injured but after. It, but the same the same thing is that once you break a bone, it does heal stronger. Do they just say that, or is that true? No, it's real. That's a real thing. I thought that was just your collarbone. <laughs> just one bone in your body? Well, <laughs> once you break your arm, you're more likely to break your arm, I feel like. But I, I thought I remembered mm-hmm. hearing if you broke your collarbone, then it came back stronger. Uh, I've never broken my collarbone twice. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll, I, I, I can I, say that. I've never broken Science. any, well, with the exception of fingers, I've never broken any bone twice, like any major bone. Fingers, mm. fingers can just go though. Yeah, fingers are. I no. Yeah, sure. But like, there we go. Leg, ankle. I don't know. That's it. I yeah. I just I have no frame of reference here. It's just one of those things that I don't know if that's believable or I not. I fractured my skull in multiple places, but not the same. Never the same space. That explains a lot. Right. That that explains mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot's going on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Scottsdale's great. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. How do you broach the topic of like if you think somebody has calf implants or not? Like can you notice if a if a guy has calf implants? I feel like yes. You can you can tell. I feel like yeah. Because I like I just know a couple of people that just have massive calves. You know that guy who just is you're like, "Where did those things come from?" Like my college football coach, he Jeff Olson, Coach Ole, he was a short guy. His calves, I swear, were like the size of his thighs. They were massive. Um, What are you showing me? The process of how they put it in. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be good. Whoa, I I thought they went through the back. They go through the top. Yeah, I know. slide it in there. I know that his were real, but they looked fake. Like, they looked fake. This is before calf implants were a thing. there you go. There, I'm showing Dusty now a picture See, of, like, that's not, yeah. But you know some dudes that have, like, uh, jacked calves, like, I but don't that's, know. I mean, you can see just how, like, He's like, perfect and symmetrical they are. Yeah. I feel bad for people that want to get the calf implants, you know? Like, you must really have a, it, it must really be in your dish that you have bad calves. Like, you just got these little chicken legs, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, I, I'd feel bad for somebody who was forced to get calf implants because they felt so bad about it? I am them. not body shaming in any way, shape, matter, form. This is just okay. a comment on what I saw. All right. Coming in on Friday, mm-hmm. we drive past a gym that is on the way to our studio, yep. and there was a person that came out that had the most obscene BBL I've ever seen in my entire life. BBL. The old Brazilian butt lift. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And it, I, See, that looks weird. Brother, I look. If you want to do it, Depends go with God. On the person, it look it might look great. The, yeah, well, well, I'll tell you this: the waist was about as thick as our microphone stands. Okay, and then that was it. Each cheek was like mine together. Huh? Yeah. And I was like, "How does that that medical procedure work? Like, where do you, like? Yeah. I want the implant that is a foot wide. Mm. Like, how does that?" I don't understand like the geometry of that. Like, yeah, there's that only so much skin that you can work with. But that can't feel comfortable to sit down or sleep. You can't or do anything. You can't sit you can't down sit, ever. No, you can't sit Still down for like, for like two weeks. Huh. Like you have to lay on your stomach while it heals. Yeah, and I'm like, so how do you do? Anything? I don't know. I don't. Know. I have a buddy who's made actually a, a, quite the career mm. out of he. he he shapes he opens. He opened a gym and he called it the Cakery, and he just makes cakes. Mm. And like that is his thing. Like he's down in California. He's got I think 
three studios. He's in three now. Where, uh, yeah, it is like business he, is booming. Yeah, and it's just like videos all day is of just butts, mm-hmm. and he's just squats, and that's like people come to him. He's like the butt guy. Mm. Where if you want, if you go to a gym right now, you can't see anybody, male or female, like not over there. Like stealing the squat rack. Yeah. So big ups to Rosie, who's yeah. now uh he's just the butt guy. He's the cakery. He's mm. the baker. He's just making making cakes down there. As in fast as in he California. Can. Yeah. I mean it's it's there's a people want to do it naturally, but for those that don't, you just go and I don't know, shove a caboose in there. It's a it's something, man. It's interesting. What a young guy, how do you feel about those? How do I feel about BBLs? Yeah. Depends. Sometimes I'm pro, sometimes I'm anti. I'm anti the lip injections. You yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those are rough. Mm-hmm. Looks like uh the the pickle from SpongeBob. That is a reference I do not get. Mm. I don't understand that reference, but I'm here for it. I uh, I'll go ahead and I'll Google it during the break and mm. we'll get back to that. But mm-hmm. I, I I'm with you on that. The lip implants can uh, are the I don't know what they call it, filler? They're, yeah, it's... With a plumper? I think it's Botox like, filler, hmm. where it's like, hmm. For like three days, it looks like you got punched in the mouth a bunch That's of right. times. That's right. All for like a little bit more fuller lips? I don't I don't understand. As a single guy going to the bar, you need to go up one day and be like, are you okay? <laughs> Did, Did you get you into a fight? Get, well, and the part that's crazy is most people, most of the girls my age, I shouldn't say most people, but most of the women my age, uh, they they all have it. Mm. Some sort of filler. Some sort of filler in their lips at yeah. some point. Yeah. It's you'd be shocked at how many people are doing some sort of cosmetic like filler or uh surgery. It's not just like the BBLs, it's not just the up tops, it's all over the place now. No. I remember coming home More on leave and I ran into three women from high school who all had the up tops done at a bar in like the span of a week. Well, that's something. And I was just like, I guess this is a thing now. Yeah. Like I, I, it, it never crossed my mind. Like <laughs> you, that. you didn't think about it, and then you came home, and you're like, whoa. I mean, one of them had literally just had them done like two weeks before. Huh. And I remember thinking, yeah, I guess that's like we're at that age where if you're going to do it, yeah, it feels like you do it in like the mid-20s because you want to go like, you know, over the top, or you do the, the mommy makeover. Yeah. It feels like those are the two windows that that occurs in. And that's talking Scottsdale. Yeah. Uh, I'm back from Scottsdale. <laughs> it's a rough scar, by the way. Mm. It's a rough scar. <laughs> the BBL? Uh, I don't know about the BBL. I know about the other one, though. The okay. up tops? You, you got to have it underneath. You yeah. Do it well, underneath so no one can see. That's right. Poor Tara Reed. That's right. I don't. There's there's a there's which like a, surgery are you talking about? The up tops. She was one of the most beautiful people in Hollywood. My God. And then, like the Van Wilder days, mm-hmm. and then it went to. Yeah, there is a point where you get too much work. Well, yeah, she she had like there was I think there was a TV show was it botched? Botched, yeah. Wasn't she on that? She should have been because the the, the up tops got ruined. That's tough, man. Like, I, that's tough. That's got to be. That's See, gotta cautionary be, tales, even people with a lot of money. That's got to be tough, though. Like, like not even just her, but just in general, right? You're you're thinking I'm going to do this enhancement and yeah. then that. Yeah, I wonder if you go down the road of like, uh oh, that was way too much. Like right? I, I've or or them. or they get it, it goes because, wrong. Uh, like I watch a lot of those shows, like you know the uh, ad- addicted, like on the TLC channel. Yeah, you know they got the addicted show. Yeah. There's like addicted to plastic surgery, and they're like. No, I look that way better than I did before. And they show pictures of them like before they got any work done. You're like, 
I don't know. I don't think he was well, better. There was the IG model that um, made herself look like Barbie, and she died of complications from a procedure. Yeah, don't say. Yeah. There, there's a dude who made himself look like Ken. That's yeah. a real thing, though. Like, yeah, no, like, it's called body dysmorphia. <laughs> well, and <laughs> like, good. you'll yeah. try and be a like a cool guy and go, hey, I think you look best naturally, and then you get ripped apart for being like, oh, what, I don't do makeup well? That happens. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I mean, you just don't want to say like you, you just dance it. Fine, you got to go down that fine line. That's yeah. a, that's the delicate like, dance, my I, dude. I I think you look best naturally. Well, that's mm-hmm. like uh, Kanye West married Kim Kardashian too. Yeah, like she he posted a bunch of photos of her yesterday. I'm like, yeah, you just married the same person. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of girls out there trying to look. Well, like Well, there her. there is one that was like actually <laughs> yeah. quite literally is done plastic surgery to look like her. And, is... and she looks just like her. And it's kind of terrifying. I'll be damned. Uh, Vancouver Ford text line. This oh. is a great point as far yep. as the leg lengthening. Mm-hmm. That making you taller thing, you're also going to walk around like a character at Disneyland on stilts. Like, yeah. how do you kind of, like, it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, maybe you do get used to it. I assume, yeah. Right? Like, because. Like the, it, but it doesn't way, happen overnight. It's not like yeah, you it's, go it's from literally like, over a year. It's not like you go from five six to five ten yeah. in a day. No, it's like, over a yeah, year. You're getting you're getting used but to like, it, but you're in pain for that entire uh, year. Yeah, and that's the thing is like th- th- those things stay in your legs for a year. And I'm thinking about that, Gross. like you know, I'm 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 five ten, mm-hmm. and my legs are very short. Yeah, like what if I just evened it out so it matched my upper body? So you are one of these people. You like? Are you just setting the table here to get leg lengthening surgery? Oh. Yes, and a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> is that what you're trying to do? Are you trying to set us up for this? All I want is for my doctor to be right about be- me being like anywhere from six two to six four when I was done. Girl. Because soft launch. that liar. If the, this is the soft launch of like that absolute liar. You're going to be out for a year of surgeries and everybody be like, well, that makes sense. Danny is <laughs> falling apart. Come but back, it's I'm actually for for your leg lengthening. <laughs> We're going to be like, okay, yep, all right. But we, we saw this. And my on, calves are going to look great. On January 3rd, you went, you went and you planted the seed, <laughs> mm. and then now it has just led to your leg lengthening surgery. I see what you're doing. You can't slip this one past me. You know, we, we got this. We're sharp as a tack. 2024, it's our year. Mm. Guys okay? are getting like four inches out of it. Uh-oh. Like I said, I knew that was going to be... Uh... Yeah, you. Yep, yeah. uh, that's a tough one, buddy. Like you tell, four inches, buddy. How I can tell we're back. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Well, I am back. Uh, I was down at the Fiesta Bowl where we saw Oregon absolutely blitz Liberty. That's that's not even a fair characterization. For that would three admit, quarters. That would admit that there was real football played. There was for a quarter, hmm. and then the wheels fell off. We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit today. I know you guys talked about it uh, briefly yesterday yeah, as you have well. Your, you have your, your experiences from boots on the ground. Yeah, and I think that there is there's some something to take out of the— this bowl season has been really bad. Mm. I mean, with the exception of the, of the CFP, it was it was yeah. it was a bad mm. bowl season. But there are some takeaways that that I that I took from from being down there that I, I think the college football playoff and the New Year Six bowls can learn from mm. moving forward. I mean, the first step is just cutting off like half of the bowls. Yeah, no. can we agree? Just no. cut half of them. Look, I'm as, as college football junkie as you are. What else? Are I watched get, all of this. What are we going to gamble on? But what what makes the bowl season great mm. is the exclusivity of it. Mm. That's gone. That's gone. With what? What is it? Sixty something bowl games. Uh, forty. I think it was forty-two bowl okay. games. 
with eight, I mean, that's 84 teams. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, 84 decent teams in college football. <laughs> About 56. There's not. Yeah, So, uh, but there were some takeaways that I had from uh, the New Year's Six Bowl, which was the Fiesta Bowl win from Oregon. We'll talk about that. Uh, but the championship is set. I was gone yesterday, but the people did speak. Danny Dusty on the fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. 503-864-6326. That is Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at VancouverFord.com. Uh, Danny, I did not know we had so many listeners that were into bone separator, butt lift surgeries, or really plastic surgery as a whole. We've got quite the... struck the cord. Yeah, we got people that, uh, that they know quite a bit, and they care. They care. They know all about those surgeries um, that, that are available to you out there. So I guess keep that coming in. You put up a poll question just yesterday, at Danny and Dusty, on X, Twitter. We still call it Twitter. We're not going to change I, I, it I, I refuse. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, not the are you pro New Year's resolutions, because... I would have voted hell no, mm. which was the resounding winner, sixty four percent. I'm still surprised it was wasn't it wasn't higher. You thought it would be higher? Yeah. Yeah. Are you pro resolution? Uh not necessarily pro, but I'm not anti. Yeah. Have you seen the new thing? We made fun of this yesterday. The ins and outs. So instead of resolutions, there's things that are in your life now and things that are out of your life now. Oh, that's dumb. Oh yeah, it's very. That's it, a New Year's resolution. Well, it's it's very TikTok. No, but there's a bunch like in waking up early, in not talking toxic to yourself. It's a whole thing. So out staying up past midnight. My New Year's resolution is to wake up earlier and not talk negatively. Mm-hmm. Same damn thing. No, the the, 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 the kids co-opted it. Come on, you like, can't, like everything. You can't do that to Jeez. us. All right, uh, no, we that's not the one that we're going to talk about mm. because we already did. Um, you put up who wins the national championship? Be mm. honest, Duck fans. I know this hurts Washington or Michigan. Sixty percent coming in 
for the Washington Huskies. Uh, college football playoff championship game is set. And look, I, I'm surprised that that poll is not higher. There must be a lot of just Washington haters that are out there because the Washington Huskies in that Sugar Bowl victory, they looked like the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. They, they, they did. And yeah. you could say what you want about Texas and their lack of execution. I mean, they had two fumbles that just absolutely mm-hmm. crushed them. But you had two situations where Washington opened up the door for them with Kalen DeBoer going for it on fourth down and getting stuffed in the first half. And then the clock management at the end of yes. the game where Dylan Johnson, thankfully, uh, uh, Ryan Grubb, their offensive coordinator yesterday, he mm-hmm. said it, x-rays were negative. Banged he does up. appear a, to be good to go. He's in a boot, but... But that is great news for you, Dub yeah. fans, because he didn't look right really at all during that game. No. Um, there for long stretches, he you could tell he was dinged. He was getting worked on a couple of times on the mm-hmm. sideline uh, during that game. But it wasn't like you know it was only Texas that was leaving the door open and leaving plays out on the field. Washington was doing it too, mm-hmm. right? And they still had the ten point. Uh, advantage down the stretch. It was still a two-score game, and it felt comfortable. And when you think about what game control that the college football playoff committee talks about, they looked like they were yeah. in control. It never felt like things were oh, until that game management issue at the end of the game, where you're like, okay, let's 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 hold ours. But for the other, you know what, forty-five minutes, and the best player on the field was Michael Penix Jr. Yes, like Michael Penix Jr. looked like the best player on the football field. Again, and it wasn't just. Did you see the stat of the of the three wide receivers? Yeah, yeah. Nineteen of twenty. Nineteen of twenty. Three sixty-five or whatever. Fifty-three. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Turns out, number one, having great wide receivers, very helpful. Putting the ball in the exact spot it needs to be every single time. Yeah, very helpful. There were there were some popped plays that I mean Washington could have made it uglier. Mm-hmm. Oh, he underthrew Odunze on the one, but he still made it, managed to make the catch. But there were throws that Michael Penix Jr. They were NFL throws, yes. and like this is something I do not understand about Michael Penix Jr. I don't understand why the knock on him is well, he's twenty four years old, and he's had two injuries. The injury history is one that I I get a little bit more. Sure, a little bit more. He's got two ACLs. He's been banged up this season, mm-hmm. and he you know you're going to take a lot of hits when you get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I do understand the durability that. question. Sure, but there is really nothing that you sit there and you look at and you go, yeah, I, I don't see where the big he can't knocks process are. or he can't make the throw. Like the man can make every throw on the field. He makes every throw on the field. He now he has the best receivers in the country. And That's I something think we talked about yesterday. Crew, was like it was Ohio State. We're like it's Ohio State. It's it's very clearly Washington. It's very clearly Washington. as a unit. Yes, yes. When you take Odunze, McMillan, Polk, Polk, Bernard, mm-hmm. like yes, yeah. they do have the best unit. And then you know you you take their tight end group too. I mean. They're really, they mm-hmm. are really reliable yep. in that group. Their receivers, top to bottom, are the best. Do they? I think Roma Dunze. I, I love. We'd been having this conversation mm-hmm. about Roma Dunze and how good he is all season long. Like there were finally people going, well, maybe he is the best receiver in the country. Yeah. Like Marvin Harrison is really good. He plays at Ohio State. He got more love coming into the season and throughout the season. People just weren't watching how good Roma Dunze was. Yeah. Oh, by the way, playing the back half of the year with broken ribs too. Yes. Like, and still, and still being putting up that crooked dude. numbers. 
they are he does have the best group of receivers in the country mm-hmm. but that's not where it is because we we have guys that they haven't gotten the NFL looks and they've been knocked down in NFL draft boards because yeah it's really easy when you're thrown to wide open receivers mm-hmm. the level of difficulty of the throws that that Michael Penix Jr made on New Year's Day yeah this wasn't Justin Fields at Ohio State throwing to wide open and, guys over and over again and throughout the course of the year mm-hmm. he puts it in NFL windows. Inch, he puts inch them in wide windows. tight windows, yep. and they are the big-time throws, and we've talked about this. like When everyone in the stadium knows where the ball is going and you still thread the needle there, yeah. those are NFL-type throws. The seam up the middle where he just flicked it to Dunze was just... Oh, uh, 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 I think it was Polk, Polk on, the, yeah. on the touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, near the end of the half. It's like, good luck. You, it's, you can't luck. defend it. You, yeah. But those throws are... Legit, like when you look at the processing, and a lot of it is like just playing college football for a long time. You've mm-hmm. seen all of the looks that college teams are going to throw at you. And it was an interesting thing about the, the age thing. I was having this debate with somebody else yesterday. Was it was like, well, you know, uh, Justin Fields is just now twenty four. It's like, yeah, and he sucked yeah. his first couple years in the league. Maybe it's a good thing that you're getting an older quarterback. Joe Burrow was twenty four yep. when he came into the league. Yep. This whole, like, well, you get him, he's younger. And I'm like, yeah, but he's not as good. Like, mm-hmm. unless you're Andrew Lux, Lux, unless you're Andrew Luck or you're Trevor Lawrence, a guy who's like, you're just so far ahead of the curve mentally than anybody else. Yep. Who's come in at that age and been great? No, you come in and you get the crap kicked out of you. And you're not good. Yep. You go through, you go through those lumps. Man. So why not have them... Take few more, a few more of those lumps in college and have them a bit more prepared when they get to the NFL. I think it is where the ceiling is, right? Sure. I mean, the floor on Penix is, is higher than some of, the, some of those young guys because he's, he's older. He's older, right? But, but the also, ceiling is nowhere near as high. Like, you know where the ceiling is, but the ceiling could be pretty damn good. That's the thing is, like, you with a guy like Justin Fields, perfect example. You're like, oh, if he starts, like, being able to put the ball in space, he's got an yeah. arm. You look at Penix, he already does that. Yeah. You're not worried about whether or not he could put the ball in a tight window. Yep. You know that day one. You know that the process is there. He, he, this isn't a guy doing RPOs every time. He's running a more traditional offense, making reads. Yeah. He has advanced receivers who are making reads, and he's on the same page with those guys, which is, a, a, I think, a better reflection of an NFL-style offense, which, like, those knocks – like. I've had this discussion with with NBA executives over the last couple of weeks as, as they prepare for kind of you know NBA draft prep season. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that keeps coming back up is because of this draft is kind of low. Is like it's at some point in time it has to be can the dude play? Yeah. And I feel that like we've gotten factor. away from that in both basketball and football. Of like, how is this guy a second round pick? How is this guy a fifth? Like it's like because he played. Just because he's old doesn't mean like Tamani Kamara. Yeah. Perfect example. Like, everybody knew he could play. He was like, well, the ceiling's not really there. Yeah, but he can play. Jaime Hawkins Jr. Everybody knew he could play. He's like, well, the ceiling. I'm like, isn't it nice to just have a good player? And I think that this is where you go. That's where Penix is not a first-round guy mm-hmm. and is a second-round guy. Sure. Or, you know, and that's where or he takes those, no- yeah. those knocks down. But there's other guys that you sit there and you look at and you go, how on God's green earth is Michael Penix Jr. below – you know, so and so, and I'll use this because they're, we're going to see it in the national championship game. I think the better quarterback is Michael Penix Jr. 
there are draft boards that have J.J. McCarthy over Mike, Michael All Penix because Jr., he's younger. Right? And when I say see the throws, like it, McCarthy can make those throws. Absolutely. He plays in a pro-style offense mm-hmm. in, in Harbaugh and has been under the tutelage of Jim Harbaugh. Those things I get, and I understand those. But I've seen Michael Penix Jr. time and time again get drug into deep water, not be healthy, be throwing to a very limited receiving core mm-hmm. that, when healthy, is the best in the country. But throwing to that crew and say, I say, I just don't, I, I don't see how you could have one in front of the other. Yeah, Penix is that guy. He he is really damn good. And Washington looked more complete than Michigan or Alabama did in mm-hmm. that game. Alabama had no business winning the Rose Bowl. No. The fact that they almost did was Michigan's special teams undoing. Shooting itself in the foot over and over again. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. And, and that is one of those things where, all right, Michigan got drugged into deep water and they survived, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's the same way we talked about Washington all season long. They have gotten it. They're the first team to have 10 games decided by one possession and win all of them. In college football. Good God. They've gotten 10 in a row. <laughs> Think about that. At some point in time, you have to go, well, it's not luck. But it, 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 it is like you sit there and you're, at, at times there's stretches of games where you go, and this is what I love about football, you'll go, what is wrong with this team? Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't they imposing their will on them? And that was Washington because injuries throughout the course of the year, they were so limited in so many spots that there were games where you're like, they have no bit, what, what are they doing messing with mm-hmm. this fire? But when it came down to it, when it came to crunch time, there's Penix on a Dunze. They made the play that they needed to, whether they were healthy or not. Mm-hmm. That was that was impressive. It was it was another quality win. And again, like I get, look, I do, I'm not going to be one that's like, hey, let's go Washington, win one for the Pac-12 <laughs> on the way out. No way. It is. It but is kind of funny though. You it, have to be honest, and you have yes. to give credit where the credit is. They're 14 and 0. Mm-hmm. And they have been impressive at every damn they turn have a this to go season. 15-0. They absolutely do. The national champion will be undefeated, mm-hmm. and there is nothing in me that says that this game is going to be a blowout. It's going to be another one possession game yeah. for the Washington Huskies. And I, I think that, like, we're getting a lot of texts on the Vancouver Ford text line. You know, if, if Washington wins this game, should Oregon be second? No, <laughs> I mean they have two losses, right? Yeah. But I think that makes you like you, you sit there. It shouldn't make you feel better because of the crippling way that both those losses happened. Mm-hmm. But you sit there and you go, "Yeah, Oregon was pretty damn good this year," mm-hmm. and you can't take that away from him. Washington just a hair better than everybody else this whole season. The thing that I keep coming back to is this being a a, a, a Big Ten game essentially. Yeah, is it's going to be so funny watching USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington going into the Big Ten next year all with new quarterbacks and all of them yeah. having better quarterback play than basically every school in the Big Ten. <laughs> they, they, that conference is just not prepared for that level of quarterback play. It's it, going to be... It's, it's gonna, it's, it's, like, that doesn't mean like tooting the Pac-12 horn. It's just the, the Big Ten, the level of quarterback play has just been so down. Yeah, for a while now that you just like you just sit there and like, well, Ohio State is like, yeah, 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 I think we've been proven out that the with the exception of C.J. Stroud, not great. Uh, hey, uh, do, does anybody know this one? This text mm-hmm. Vancouver Ford text line says, if you draft Penix, does the sideline cabinet come with the pick? What is with what is he doing in there? I don't know. Huffing, what, huffing glue. What what is he doing? I've never seen anything like it. 
Somebody does anybody know? This is probably Smelling speaking. Salt? This is probably speaking out of turn. Somebody told me that they know somebody at UW that said he has like, um, not like mental, Joe Boo, like <laughs> not, no, not, not, not mental issues, but anxiety issues. Okay, and uh, like that he like it's, like, it's his calming corner. Yeah, like to go just get his zen back. Uh, I don't know how much puts I'd, his head into there. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a sensory deprivation kind of thing, or to just like go in there and yell, or you know whatever. I mean, I'm all for like uh, mental health. I've just never seen anything like no, this. No, like if that's what does it for me. It's pretty damn effective. Yeah, I, whatever it is, like that's, that's again. Somebody told me like weird is is uh, affiliated with UW, and I was like, uh, that's uh, at least believable. Can we get that in the studio? We actually do have them. They're the fart boxes. Well, you can go and you can bury your face in the Kim Jong Un pillow that yeah. still is over here. Our boss threw it away, mm. and it's. Found its way out of the trash. I'll tell you what, right <laughs> now, I am not putting my face anywhere near Kim Jong-un. Mm. I think you would. Mm. I think you would. All right. Um, <clears throat> Washington is in. Indeed. They played pretty damn well. Um, I think that that was a horrific throw by Quinn Ewers in the end zone. Oh, God. It was that close. I mean, if he if he puts that on the line and he back shoulders him. Mm-hmm. He's got a chance. It's 37-37 with an extra point to win it. I mean, mm. that's where that like, that's how close it is, but that was an incredible play by the DB. He just came in, raked, Punched the, it out, yeah. raked the hands and boom. UW wins and they're in. Now they're playing a Michigan team that survived their overtime and JJ McCarthy opened himself up to some shots, just not the ones that Bama were unable to land on him. Mm. That Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Well, J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, he kind of stepped in it. But it's amazing how Michigan beats Alabama, and everybody's like, yeah, I guess the sign-stealing scandal wasn't that big of a deal anyway. Mm. (laughs) Well, don't tell that to uh, the SEC lunks. We had Feinbaum on ESPN talking about how if Michigan wins the title, is this title tainted? No. I don't know. Was it tainted well, when Alabama's no. running bagmen for two decades? No. Two decades. Seven. Well, decades. I mean, <laughs> effectively <laughs> running bagmen for two decades. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of uh, SEC folks that are bitter, a little panicky right now. Yeah, because, because they're. In a transition period. The two things that, and and I've always said that they have they will level the playing field, and I think they're going to continue to tweak and find ways to make sure it's not as out of control as it is. The transfer portal and NIL, it has allowed other schools and other conferences, really top to bottom, to go in and pick off the talent that made the SEC so deep and mm-hmm. so good for so long, and it it has been. I mean, look. Like, the top programs in the bottom programs of the SEC, they're not immune to guys leaving out of the portal nope. now. And you just look at, like, you know One of what? Alabama's top offensive linemen just hit the portal this morning. Terrence Ferguson. Oh. Yeah, 6'4", 350-pounder. Not too bad. Mm. Like, this is where you sit there and they're going, all right, well, we had the advantage before because they had their covert system mm-hmm. of bagmen that used to pay guys all the time. And they had they backfilled. So their yep. depth was unmatched. No doubt about it. Now there's flexibility, and you're starting to see that get whittled away mm-hmm. every year. Now that's not to say, look, take a look at the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Big 12. Like, guys are leaving too. Mm-hmm. But the SEC, 
that they just used to hoard the riches. Yep. That is no longer. And I think there is an element of the bitterness coming because here we are in the 14 playoff and there's going to be no SEC team in the championship game. Oop. And that hurts them to their to their core. But the saying that this is a tainted championship for Michigan, look, I mean, they've they've gone through everything this year. Yeah. And at every turn, they've kind of answered and they've responded, right? I mean, Harbaugh hasn't been their coach for nearly half their games mm-hmm. this season. <laughs> well, it's funny. Remember uh, Kirby Smart saying, yeah, we knew Michigan stole signs. We just beat them. Now, yeah. Michigan, Alabama knew Michigan stole signs. And what happened? Well, and J.J. McCarthy today stepping in it where he said uh, about 80% of teams in college football steal signs. We actually had to adapt because in 2019-20, Ohio State was stealing our signs, which is legal. We had to get up to the level they were at and make it an even playing field. And that is short-sighted because, like, that's like saying they, the Astros – you can't use that defense because what you did was take it further was you took it two steps further mm-hmm. and you can't sit there and be like, well, everybody else was doing it. So we did it as somebody who likes to respond in kind and then take it two steps further. I get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it. But you kicked me in the shin. You stabbed me. <laughs> well, <laughs> you kicked me in the shins. But that is in he. There is like the great, the kernels of truth in all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's far larger than 80% of teams in college football steal signs. I'd say it's probably 100. Every single team <laughs> during the course of a game has a couple of support staffers, GAs, that are looking across the field and trying to decipher what those signs yeah. are. It's like you try to figure out who's live, who's dead, who's who's the actual guy giving the signals. Do the boards back behind him mean anything? And I'm here to tell you, a lot of teams, those boards that they put up, they They're don't mean empty. anything anymore. Yeah. They mean nothing anymore because they'll change them from game to game and really like half to half. They'll say, all right, time to change it up. We're going to go, you know, this guy is live for formation. Board is there or board is usually live for formation. And then play will go to a different person on the sideline. Like you try to mix it up and confuse people. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, there's an element of that. But having Connor Stallion sitting like front row at the Rose Bowl, that picture was hilarious, yeah, by the uh, way. No mustache and the head shaved. Head shaved, no facial hair, and Chase Winovich, former Michigan linebacker, uh-huh. he's the one that snaps the picture, tags Stallions in it, and he's given like the, the 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 meme picture of that girl who's on the like looking over as the house is on mm-hmm. fire with a little smirk. Like that was like, oh boy, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think what has people like upset with Michigan is like their fans just showing no. There's not like the ah, oh, you gotta. Yes, they're like no. Every nobody was doing what they were doing, no. right? Like they took it way further. Are you sure you're not a Michigan fan now? And he was, yeah, I'm 100% sure. This is purely coincidental. <laughs> um, but to have like Stallions still there and like Michigan fans are like, awesome, he was at the game. Come on. And now JJ McCarthy's just getting raked over the coals for this. And which is funny because the last couple of days for JJ McCarthy have been pretty interesting because Harbaugh called McCarthy the, the greatest quarterback in UM history. Yeah. And Tom Brady agreed. Yeah. Tom Brady co signed because look. Tom Brady wasn't as good as J.J. McCarthy no. when he was at Michigan. He was good, but, like, <laughs> just good. Yeah. Like, I mean, Greasy, you know. Yeah, no, Greasy was Robinson. Definitely up there, yeah. I mean, no, but Harbaugh himself yeah. being one of the great Michigan quarterbacks, mm-hmm. like, they, they've had some good ones. Like, and when Harbaugh says that, he's the guy that he's seen a lot of those quarterbacks. He was one of those guys. And, Back-to-back college football playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they have had some really solid quarterback play. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, you, when you look at it, I, I mean, I don't know. Like JJ McCarthy is good. I wouldn't call him. I like, st- is that the great? Is it really the greatest Michigan quarterback Probably. ever? I, I, Chad Henney. <sighs> I mean, who would be the greatest Michigan quarterback of all time? Then no one has Elvis had Gerbach. No one has had the success that he's had. Now you can say is that success because of him or because of all those around him, but wins are a quarterback stat. And if you look at pure wins since JJ McCarthy has been there, he kind of fits that mold. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he and look, they've he's gone to the playoff twice now. He's in the college football playoff championship game. Yeah. I mean it's really not, I'll go ahead and say JJ McCarthy, best Michigan quarterback. It's really not that like decorated of a quarterback school. Uh, Todd Collins. They got a lot of just solid guys. Yeah, as I'm saying, like it's not it's not like it, and even then it wasn't a lot of these guys were better in the NFL. Yeah. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at it right now. Like you got Harbaugh, Gerbach, Todd Collins, Todd Collins, Greasy, Tom Brady, Chad Henney, John Navarre, Denard Robinson. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'll say it. JJ McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's just there's, there's Ryan Mallett played there. I forgot Ryan Mallett played there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, um, that's a weird comment he for Harbaugh to say because I think I feel like Harbaugh always feels that he would be the best. Right. So for him to do that, maybe you know he's turning the corner. No, he's not. Nah. Jim Harbaugh will never change. Did you no. see the interview that his parents did with like a local news station? No. After the Rose Bowl game? Uh-huh. Oh, we got to. I'm going to say, find that. Ordner, I'm going to send you the audio of this. If you have not heard this audio, it explains everything. Why Jim Harbaugh is the weirdo that he is. It Mm -hmm. is his mother and his father doing a local news interview, and you just hear the gibberish, and you're like, "Yeah, it all tracks now. It all makes sense these days." Five zero three eight six four six three two six. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, uh, you can text us using the Vancouver Ford text on 503-864-6326 or YouTube.com slash 1080 AM, the fan, the comment section where y'all live. Degenerates. But I love you all. Um, all right, Will Ortner is working on, on grabbing that audio for us. Is he, though? I think he is. I don't know. College football! Because there was an guys are getting like four inches out of it. <laughs> oh, buddy, that one's just gonna live forever. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, that's giant gonna, bag of meat. That's gonna live forever, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. I knew. I knew where it was going yeah. as, soon, as soon as I was like, ah, this is gonna happen. Yeah, there's no getting around what I was gonna say. Ride me. That's a good one. That's, I don't remember oh, that. That's one. a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. That that sounds like a request. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Um, your text on the J.J. McCarthy thing. J.J. was insinuating that Ohio State was also cheating. They didn't take it two steps further uh, just to OSU's level. He's calling OSU cheats. They just never got caught. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a whole people, Ponzi scheme <laughs> to pay off people. People are... <laughs> people are... Vacuums were not involved. Reading way too far into this thing as well. Like... J.J. McCarthy's admitting that Michigan players knew. No, he's not. 
he's just saying what a college student would say who's in a locker room where all of his guys feel like they're being attacked, and he's like, we didn't do it. Like, he's got Jim Harbaugh as his coach. What do you expect him to say? Mm. It's like us against the world. Yeah. Like, he's insulated by it all, so he's going to be like, yeah, everybody else was doing it. That's what my coaches are telling me. No, they weren't. <laughs> like, that's not what they were doing, dude. It's it's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Are we good with that audio yet, Ortner? It takes a while for it to get in the system. Okay. Mm. It is, I am waiting. Oh, would you like it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, here, let me set this up real quick. Just got in. Jim Harbaugh's parents, they did an interview uh, on the televisions after the Rose Bowl on the field. Jack and, oh, what's, I don't know what his mom's name is. Uh, she looks like a Linda. She, she, but she isn't. Martha, maybe? Uh, sure. They did an interview on the field with uh, Channel CBS 7 in Michigan after the Rose Bowl game. And you tell me. Is this not the most Jim Harbaugh thing of all time? Like, you wonder, how did he end up this way? How is he one way? John is complete opposite. Mm-hmm. These are the Harbaugh parents mm. on the field. Your son talks, talks about, about the two, two of you all the time. time. He's, He's talking about, about this moment, moment coming for this program for a long, long time. time. How, how do you, you put, put into words your emotions right now? Are you kidding me? They won! What's better than a family that we'll use for a long time. And it goes like this. Who's better, better than us? Nobody! I know you get tense during these games. Were you on the edge of your seat throughout this one? Well, of course. We were yelling and screaming. That's what the we're so play in the game was right before the long drive, Jackie decided that we should switch seats. Oh, my goodness. And I moved to her seat. She moved to mine and... This is the result that we get. All right, so you, you'll have to do that in the national championship yeah. at a certain time, maybe a little earlier yeah, in that in the game. game. Yeah, for everybody's happiness. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Congratulations. Congratulations. Certified lunatics, and that's why everyone in their family's name starts with a J. Every, that's Jacqueline. Jack and Jacqueline have John Jim. and Jim Harbaugh, and whose then, son Jay yes. is the special teams coordinator for Morgan State mm-hmm. uh, assistant, Jay also Harbaugh. Also special teams coordinator for Michigan this weekend, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. That's not the same a great, guy. It's not a great day for him. Those guys, that family, uh, a bunch of crazy people. Like, you wonder how Jim Harbaugh gets to the point where he's saying, yeah, Jesus would have been a five-star recruit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we, did you hear him in postgame? He's like, oh, the whole thing came full circle. Three, 365 degrees. It's like, yeah, we get it. We know what a circle is, but. 365 full 365. Days, 365 days, 360 degrees, same the thing. 360, yeah. 365. Uh, calendar goes around, yeah. too. We get, yeah, uh-huh. He is a special dude, and his parents are just mm. as crazy. You know what I, I just them. learned? What? Mm. His sister, yeah. uh, Joni Harbaugh. Of mm-hmm. course. Married to Tom Crean, the yeah. head basketball yeah. coach at Indiana, yeah. which also, yeah. which that, also a crazy person. Yes, that's, very crazy. That's, what do you think? That, no what do you think that kind of crazy attracts? Yeah. Normal Harbaugh light. Yeah. Well, yeah. usually there's a crazy one and there's a more sane one. And no, 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 no. Did you, you just hear the 55 you, seconds of yeah. audio we played? Like they didn't grow up in that. No, no, they grew up with like it's. And when it's one he, trying to outdo the once you cross a crazy threshold, mm. there's like there's no like opposite attract. Yeah, this is true. This is very like, true. Once you cross that crazy threshold, the only thing that attracts 
anything else is more crazy. And I also have to ask the question. When you heard Jack Harbaugh say, we've got a saying in our family, who's got it better than mm-hmm. us? Nobody. And she yelled it alongside mm-hmm. him. You know it's real. They are the real-life O'Doyles. Yeah. O'Doyle rules. Like, they were going to youth <laughs> sports games, and everybody's like, oh, God, here are the Harbaugh's. <laughs> All wearing matching striped shirts. Yeah. Like, if there would have been a cliff and they would have been like, do not drive over ledges, like, nobody's got it better than us. They would have O'Doyled themselves right off that edge. Stupid O'Doyles. You tell me what to do. Like, Stupid cliff. I thought that was just like a Michigan saying. Because in the all or nothing, they say it after every meeting. Like, that's how they would break their That's meeting. horrible. Willie Taggart was saying that when he came to Oregon. Like, he would do that same oh, shit so, because he grew up the har- in the Harbaugh Oh, so, so he was a McDaniels type, trying to do the, the Patriot way with the Raiders? He was trying to, to bring the Harbaugh-ness to Oregon? Yeah, very oh, similarly. So it was just fake. Get your own slant. I'm going to go full yeah. Colangelo here. Find your own slant. Find, find a new slant. Find a new slant. It's an entirely normal-sized collar. All right. We've... <laughs> All right. 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, coming up, hour number two, we uh, we segue to a little bit of the NFL. Um, as Joe admit, Joe Flacco admits something that... Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco admits something that uh, is a harsh reality. Mm. Next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.